Today, we are talking about femininity and masculinity. I want to be really clear. We're not talking about sexuality. We are talking about femininity and masculinity. All of this week, and I'm pretty sure today as well, there have been an incredible stream of seminars looking at sexuality. Okay, I would encourage you, if that is something you've got a lot of questions about, that you, there is still one more today, and that is available to listen to on your podcasts. Pods, Apple, yeah, headphone things. Anyway, okay, so we're not talking about that. We're talking about femininity and masculinity. Um, and I was my little note. I said, is that even the right note? Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't find the right bit now. There we go. Okay. Um, so we're looking at feminine, and I, there are some great seminars. Yep. I've said it all. I, I went to read my notes, and I've actually said what's on my notes. That's how genius I am. Okay. Can I just add that you do this every single time that you write notes and then you don't bring your glasses? So then she sits there and she reads and she's like, it's like this. Like, where are your glasses? How old are you? Where are your glasses? All right. I was doing the shaming. Um, one of the other things I do want to say is that throughout this week, if you've been here this week, um, I'm Carolyn, by the way, and this is Isabel, and we've been hosting this um, stream this week. We have mentioned a lot, every day we've mentioned that Isabel has mental illness, that Isabel is ADHD. We've had a few texts around mental illness, around depression. I really, really, we will answer every text. That is an absolute promise. We will answer every single text. But if you are here today and you think that you have depression, if you find it really difficult to just function and get out of bed, and I don't mean like, can't be bothered to get out of bed. I mean like, it, it feels impossible for me to get out of bed. If you're finding that you have days where you just feel sad or you feel heavy, even though you feel like you've got no reason to feel like that, I really encourage you, come and speak to any of us up here, the Red Caps over here, um, and they are trained and ready to listen to you and help you. Please do not, do not, okay? This is not a request, this is an instruction. Do not feel or do not walk through that on your own. It is not possible, okay, to live with mental illness by yourself, and there is no shame in mental illness, okay? If I was up here with crutches and a broken leg, I would not be embarrassed to say I broke my leg, okay? Isabel is not embarrassed to say that she has depression and ADHD. That is, that is what she walks with now. The Lord may, she may walk out the door and the Lord may heal her, or that maybe that's something she walks with forever, okay? It, there's no shame in that. Please, please listen to my instruction Please talk to someone about that. Okay. So, my question... Oh, we've moved slides. Thank you. Uh, my question, the panel are going to introduce themselves, and I am asking them the question. I'm asking the men. So, these are men at the end, and these are women at this end. Uh, we didn't separate us for any particular reason. Um, no, I don't want to swap. I know that you just don't like Zach and don't want to sit near him, but... There's beef. When there's beef, there's beef. You know like what you're going to do. Okay. But, so I'm asking Zach 
and Martin. They're going to introduce themselves. What does feminine mean to you? Um, hi, everyone. Um, I'm Zach. I am from King's Church, Catford. Um, I am part of the worship team. Oh, should I stand up? So you can't see me. Can you see me now? Cool. Sorry, I forgot to say Zach Sorry. Short. So, <laughs> um, I'm Zach, part of King's Church Catford. Um, I'm serving New Day as part of the worship team. I've been with the 12 to 14s all week. Um, if you've been in 12 to 14s, can I see a wave of hands? Yes. My brothers, my brothers. All right, cool. So, yeah, that's what I'm at New Day for, um, as well as just um, trying to uh, feed into you guys and, and receive as much of, of God's word as, mu- as possible. Um, what does feminine mean to me? I'm really bad at public speaking, so I had to write stuff down. Um, hope you don't mind. Um, but I really struggled with this question because I don't know. Um, if I'm totally honest, I'm not an expert, but I've been doing a lot of praying, a lot of thinking, and uh, a lot of reading into what it is and trying to come up with my own uh, definition for myself. And I would say that being feminine is just an adjective that I would use to uh, describe qualities and characteristics that you could use to, or that would align with a female, whether it be a human, animal, that's what the word feminine would mean. But it's almost a complete contradiction because on the one side, you know, I've grown up to believe that feminine qualities are things such as being kind, being caring, um, being gentle, supportive, um, protective, being wise, things like that. And as I've grown up, I've been like, well, my dad's gentle, kind, caring, um, supportive, protective, and he's got this massive Christ, like Father Christmas beard, so he looks super-duper masculine, so all of these feminine qualities can't be exclusive for females. So I'm like, well, therefore, is it even feminine? I, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm in a state of confusion, if you can't tell. Because, um, yeah, on the other hand, it could be for, for, for men. So I would say, yeah, feminine is a word that we could use to, you know, describe someone that have a lot of qualities that you could align with the female, but it's not exclusive to females. Um, probably didn't help you, but I'm not an expert. That's me. Great. Brilliant. My name's Martin. Uh, I am from the City Church, Canterbury. Mine's also short. I know, yeah. I'm going to stand on the chair. No. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm here doing 1214 stuff too this week. It's been great. I found, I found this question really hard to answer too, so I thought your answer was great, Zach. So I think the only thing I'd add is, I suppose, where my head went to was Scripture. It says, I suppose, what does God, what do I see in the Bible? So I think... Probably where my initial answer would go into is what, is what does feminine mean to me? It would be that I think it's God's plan. So you see in the scriptures in Genesis 1, it says that God made male and female in his image. I think that you see certain dynamics of the fact that uh, to be a man and to be a woman is God-ordained. is God's purposes and God's plans. I think that men and women are equal in value and honor and dignity before God, but we are different. 
so feminine, the, the, the feminine traits and attributes, I think are, in my mind, go to like, what is a godly woman? What is a woman that's really running after Jesus, living into all that Jesus has? And I think then the characteristics you drew out are, you know, when I think of the women in scripture that are held up as heroes of the faith for us to look at, I think that that's what we start to try and look at and see that's where you see feminine uh, kind of attributes and qualities that God would really delight in. So I'd think of someone like Mary, Jesus' mum. He was someone that was full of faith that, you know, when the angel Gabriel came and spoke to her, she was willing to do what God had called her to do, that she stepped into that. I think when you look at Mary, she was willing to sit at Jesus' feet. When you look at the woman in Simon the Pharisee's home who was her devotion for Jesus overflowed. It was so obvious. She was crying at Jesus' feet. She, she was washing his feet with her tears. She honored and, and, and kind of poured perfume on. So I think for me, when I think what is feminine, I'd say that it's, it's God's plan. It's, it's a complement to masculinity. I think the two are really important together. They're both equal in honor, but they're different in terms of God's plans and purposes. So I hope that's helpful, but yeah. That was better than my arms. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, the opposite side, yeah. Um, it's not feminine to use it, it's masculinity for me. Great, cool. Hi, I'm Isabel. For those of you who haven't been around, hello, hello. Full disclosure, I am operating on very little sleep. So if it looks like I'm falling asleep, it's because I am. I'm going to try and stay awake. It's not because people are boring or I don't dis- I agree with anything anyone said, but just to let you know. Um, what does masculinity mean to me? I think that, I think that I have associations with masculinity um and I think like naturally when someone if someone was to say that to you you kind of probably have a picture of what that looks like in your in your head I think that if I was to delve a little bit deeper into what masculinity actually is in terms of the the characteristics of it um weirdly I think a lot of my sister which sounds and I don't mean this in a negative way um, I've got an older sister, she's a couple of years older than me, um, she's very, very strong, and she's very determined, she's very protective, she's, I would say, a force of nature, and I think that now, I think if you'd asked me, like, five years ago, I would have gone, oh, masculinity is Hercules, or I don't know who a masculine person is anymore, um, Jason Momoa is a masculine man. We all know it. We all know he knows it. But now I think I think about I think there are a lot of women in my life that I would also describe as with masculine traits. So I think fluid. Masculinity is fluid. That's what it means to me. Um I actually hate this question. Um yes. So don't ever say I don't challenge myself. Um, I actually can't stand the word. That's the truth. Um, I am of mixed heritage. So I have a white mum, uh, very English, very like South London, my mummies. And then I have a dad who still talks patois um, after being in this country for 50 odd years. So very Jamaican dad, very white English mum. And I have spent a lot of time with a lot of cultures. Um, I live in Brighton, which is a very uh, liberal and fluid city. Um, and so I see masculinity and femininity being outplayed um, very different in all of these different cultures. 
and what it means looks very different in all of these different cultures. And then I look in the Bible and I think, ah, I think they're all right. It feels to me like all of these outplayings are correct. I think I agree that, that if you look at my eldest daughter, that she has traits that people say, well, that's masculine. I think if you look at my husband, that you would say he has traits that are really feminine and he's quite a big guy. You know, I think that masculinity for me is about gentleness, it's about softness, it's about love, it's about care. Um, I think all the things that Martin described as feminine, I'm like, yeah, that's masculine. You know, Peter also washed feet. So I think, I think it's so fluid. Um, and I think that culturally, I think that it's really easy for us to get swamped in Western culture because we watch TV and it's American. And, uh, you know, that's great, wasn't it? I appreciate my accent there. Thank you. Um, TV, you know, TV is very American. Most of what we watch, most of what we listen is very Western. Um, and there are, we're not actually the majority um, so a lot of people now, when they talk about black people, talk about black people not as a minority group, but as the global majority. Because actually, most of the world's not white. Most of the world doesn't live in, uh, have 2.4 children. Most of the world doesn't live even live in a city. Imagine that. So there are, there are all these other aspects, there are all these other cultures um, and their attitudes towards what is feminine and masculine are very different. So that's my answer no one answered that was the that's I was just saying, yeah I don't feel like any of us actually gave answers we shared some weird thoughts that probably weren't helpful but I bet you're glad you came <laughs> thank you goodbye yes um so a quick question I'm gonna ask ask you to answer really quickly uh do you think that Jesus put rules in about what is masculine and feminine? Nah. Do I think Jesus put rules in? Um, I think it depends on what we're talking about. I think if we're talking about the traits, then no. I don't think, I don't think he did. I think about around the gender, I think he did in terms of the way that we're made. But yeah, not in terms of traits. I would agree. Um, no, not in terms of traits. I feel like a lot of traits um, are for both. And you see examples of um, traits that we would consider to be masculine being done by many women in the Bible and vice versa. So no, not at all. Great. Will you paint your nails? Um, you know what? I would. Yeah, why not? The little one. The little one. The little one. I wouldn't paint my nails. I always say to my girls, they're like, other boys paint their nails. I'm like, they do. Other boys do, and that's fine, but this boy doesn't. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> about I would paint my nails, <laughs> but thank you so much for asking. I really appreciate that. I feel really included. Um, um, I, I mean, no, no, I agree. Like, no, I don't think in terms of traits or, or characteristics, I don't think that there are rules in place. And I, I think the greatest proof of that is when we look at God the Father. We look at and his characteristics, it's, it's everything. It's, 
you know, I see, I see things like that in my parents. I see things like that in my aunts, in my uncles, in my male friends, my female friends. Like, God encompasses all levels of what we would deem as masculine or feminine traits. And so it would be weird if he was all those things and then was like, but, but don't be that because you're a girl. Like that's a, that would be a weird thing to, yeah, do. I'm answering then, okay. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 I mostly agree. I mostly agree. Um, I would say that one of the things um, about the Everyday Living panel is, is that, um, one, they're not experts. Um, and I might have said that from the stage, but I want to remind you, we're not experts, um, which is why we get to kind of fob on answers, really, um, because we're not experts. But also, um, I think it's, it's really important just to say, particularly when you're talking about a subject like this, that... Um, Christians don't always agree on stuff um, and that's okay because what we do agree on is that we love Jesus and that Jesus loves us and that he was born of a virgin and died for us and was rose again okay and he is returning that's what we have to agree on we don't have to agree on the, the everyday fundamentals we actually really don't um, and we can still love each other passionately and we can still win people for Christ um, even when we don't agree. Um, and I, I want to encourage you in that, just that, yeah, we, we, one thing we do agree, we, we do agree, we don't agree on cancel culture. God is about forgiveness and grace and mercy. And because we are also about that, that's why we can walk in disagreement whilst being in complete agreement. Great, okay. Um, I forgot what the question was that I was going to answer. Oh, yeah. Does Jesus care? Yeah, I, 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 there is no, there's no, this is how Jesus said, like, these are the rules and this is how it should be done. I think that um, I would, full disclaimer, I am a staunch feminist um, and I'm really proud to be. Um, and I believe Jesus was a feminist, 100%. And the more I look in the scriptures, the more I see feminist Jesus. So he just wouldn't because he was a feminist and it would just, it would be, against what who he is in that um okay I want to give it back to you so uh you have got a bucket put your hand up if you haven't got a bucket anyone not got a bucket? great we're making progress took three days okay so you've got some prompts in your bucket some of you might still have some smarties in your bucket kiki um but um if you have a chat use the prompts in your bucket um, have a conversation. You've got 10 minutes um, to have a chat and come back to us. Okay. Tick, tick, tick. Time's up. I really do think it's like one of God's miracles that shh works, you know, like every time. I could do all, all these other things, but that noise. Anyway, okay, so um, I'm going to read out a couple of questions um, and give them to the panel. Um, as I said, you can imagine, even just in that short amount of time, we've got 25 texts, okay, and we haven't got time to answer 25 texts, so we will answer that is my absolute promise to you. And I 
I'm not the kind of person who breaks promises. We will answer all of your texts. It'll take us a little, a couple of weeks, but we will get to you, okay? Um, so, first one for the panel. Do you think you are more masculine or feminine yourself? Okay, I'll go first. Um, do I think I'm more masculine or more feminine? I think I'm more masculine myself, but I do have things that I like to do that someone would consider more feminine. I'm going to stand up again. Um, so, who was at the self-care everyday living workshop? Cool. So I was there as well. And one thing that popped up into my mind was when the question was asked, what do we, what do we think of self-care? Or the panel were asked, what is self-care for them? I had an answer for myself, but I was also thinking about this workshop because I was preparing for this. And they kind of overlapped. Because for me, I, the way I like to self-care is I like to go to the barbers. I like to get a trim. I like to make myself look good because then I feel good. Um, and because, you know, when you step out of the barbershop, you can feel like you just take on anything. The trim is just it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. I'm like, yeah, like, get me outside. Um, but I also like to do things, and this is something that I started doing with my flatmates when I was at university. Um, many, many years ago. Um, I would try and chill out. I'm an introvert, so I like to just be by myself quite a lot. I would turn on candles, and I would actually put on like face masks. Um, and I remember, I, did, I remember doing that at home one time, came down the stairs, and I have like this mud face mask all over me. I'm just trying to get something out of the fridge, and my dad goes, what are you doing? He's, he's, he's Zach, what are you doing? I said, I'm self-caring, brother. What are you what, like? Don't, don't look at me weird. It's because your skin's got acne and I don't. Um, but yeah, I put on face masks. That's something that I like to do. Um, but at the same time, I like to go to the gym. I like to play football. I like sport. I like all of these things. But I know that when I want to look after myself and just take care of myself, I do something that some would consider feminine. Um, I like to just take care of my skin. And I like to put on music and just listen to candles. So I, yeah, I, if that answers your question, I hope it does. But yeah, I think these terms, they just they overlap a lot. So we have tendencies of both. So that's how to answer it for me. I'm not going to let you all answer because otherwise we won't get through enough questions. Um, yeah, go Isabel, then we'll go. Um, I, I would um, generally identify as more masculine, I think. I don't think that I hold as many feminine traits as a lot of other females that I know. Um, in saying that, I think I do have a lot of feminine traits, but I think on paper, I would come across as more masculine to other people. Cool. Paraphrasing this question because it's quite long. Um, Proverbs 31, woman, isn't that enough to decide what femininity should look like? Um, why do you need to go any further? Great question. I think if you don't know Proverbs 31, it's kind of um, painting a picture of the godly wife, uh, the godly woman, uh, and how to follow the Lord. I think that that's a great question. I guess even that first question, I'm, I'm trying to process it through the lens of scripture, not through the lens of culture, because I think that's really important for us, because that question, your, your answers are brilliant, but those answers are, I suppose, more what culture would say is masculine and what culture would say is feminine. So face masks, culture would say that's feminine. Obviously, the Bible doesn't. Anyway, talk about um, face masks, as far as I know. If anyone can find me a verse about face masks, that'd be amazing. Um, but so I think then, when I'm looking at that, that's where I think 
these traits are really interesting because I think even as you read Proverbs 31, it's not just only women should be looking to aspire to that. When you look at the qualities, we should be looking to aspire to that as men as well. So I think that's where this is a really interesting conversation where for us, what we're always wanting to do is try and train ourselves, understanding that culture is going to be telling us one thing and normally that's going to be different to what God's saying. So we want to go to scripture and I think in scripture you'll struggle to find many verses that would talk about the traits of a man or a traits of a woman that would set us apart. I don't think you see that in there. So I guess I would say Proverbs 31 is really helpful, but obviously that's one chapter of the Bible that's full of many chapters. So I don't think we should ever be saying, well, that's it. I've got it. I know what to do now. We should be looking through the whole of the scriptures to catch the whole counsel of God. And the whole counsel of God makes it very clear. He's made men and women. We are different. I don't think that's to do with whether you like playing sport or not or whether you like singing or not. Whatever. I don't think that's, that's not what we're talking about in terms of in the eyes of God. Uh, I think that's where you lean into who God's made you to be uh, and you're running that. So. Yeah, I mean, I would add to that um, that Proverbs 31 is, is a woman. There are other women in the Bible um, and they're not all sewing cloth and getting up early. Um, I can't. So, so there's, and I, I'm not a morning person, so I fail straight away. So there are other women. It's, it's not, it's often heralded as, oh, this is what all women should be like. Um, I agree with Martin. You know, there's a whole Bible telling us about lots of characteristics of lots of people. Jesus talked about Mary and Martha, and he, he, he said that, uh, I always get them the wrong way around, that Mary chose better because she sat at his feet. He didn't say she was better. She wasn't more, more feminine or more of a woman because she sat at his feet. In that moment, she chose better. But if you read through all of those scriptures around um, those two sisters, Jesus loved them both passionately. He thought they both were incredible women. So it, it's about the fullness of the words and what God is offering and showing us. Is it bad to be too feminine or masculine? I mean, you take it. Um, uh, I, I would say in short, no, with, within reason. I think that God gives us characteristics. And we, we've had a conversation about this over the last two days as well. Like God's very intentional when he makes us. And so the characteristics that we're given and the traits that we're given are given to us from God. So I don't think that you can be too much of God's creation, if that makes sense. You can't, like, there's not, that's not a thing within reason. I think there are, there are habits that we can pick up and certain things that we can do that is like, oh, it's not necessary, like, all the time. You don't have to be... So I'm an introvert. Um, I spend 98% of my time by myself. I work from home. I don't really spend time with people because they make me tired. When I do spend time with people, I am, like... 100%, I'll give you all of the extroverted energy that has been building over the last two weeks, and you're going to get it all in one day, so I'm loud, 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 my volume control is off the charts, I'll, yeah, very jokey, always up for the bands, all the things, and one of the things that I've really had to learn, particularly on weeks like this, is learning how to pace myself and not giving everything immediately, because I get to day two, and I crash, and so I'm saying that as an example to say, I think there are traits and there are characteristics that are wonderful. I like that I'm loud. I don't have a problem with that. But I can't be loud every single day of the week. 
because it's not appropriate all the time. So I think that, I don't think you can be too masculine or too feminine or have too many of the certain traits, but I think that there is a, um, a moderation that is needed with it. The only thing I'd add is that I, I'd probably differ to you in terms of I think there is a yes answer if we're looking at how culture's defining masculinity and femininity. If you've listened to Andrew Tate and the picture that he's painting of what masculinity is, I'd say that's too far. I'd say that's toxic. I think that is creating a culture of where men believe they're better than women and that is, that's too far. Likewise, I think fem femininity can go too far, where then men are seen as the enemy. So I would say that if you're living out, as, as Isabel's saying, if you're living out who God's called you to be, then the answer is no, because you're just running in your lane of who God's made you to be. If what culture is defining as masculinity and femininity, then the answer is absolutely. There is some horrific views of what it means to be a, a, like masculine and what it means to be feminine, that we must be careful that we pay attention to that and that we see that it's leaning over into uh, a kind of misogyny, into saying that one sex is better than the other, more able, more gifted. That is all rubbish. And for me, then, the answer would be yes. One more question, because we are actually out of time. Um, yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Um, which, uh, which of the two, femininity or masculinity, has the most sinful traits? Oh, uh, it's caused a little, ri they're, they're down here going, masculinity, femininity. Say the question again. Which of masculinity or femininity has the most sinful traits? I don't think there is. I don't think there is one that has more or less than the other. Um, yeah, I, I can't really expand on that, but I don't know. There isn't. I think, so can I I'll answer a little bit, just for me? Um, I think that, again, when, like, you're, get, you're hearing a constant theme through here that these traits are dictated by the cultures that we live in. Yeah, exactly. If you live in a culture, okay, um, I, was, I was doing some random research yesterday for this. If you live in Malta, for example, um, up until recently, it was legal to kidnap someone as long as you married them, okay? Now, if that is considered to be masculinity, then that is sin in there, yeah? If you live in a society that is overly putting an emphasis on one gender and saying that that gender is more important, more powerful, more significant than another, then what you will see, the fruit from that, will, you will see sin, you'll see sin in, a, in its abundance and you'll see um, the character trait, the, the masculinity traits, for example, if it's a patriarchal society, that means ruled by men, um, you would see a lot of sin in masculinity traits. You'll see a lot of what we now call toxic masculinity. There are, there are societies where that is opposite and where there, that is women. Um, and, you know, somebody asked me earlier about feminism. You know, when we talk about feminism, and talk about femi feminism that means that all men should be put down and that women should rise above, that's toxic and that's not God's will. So wherever you see power and significance and, and basically not the outworking of Christ because Christ has said equal. Christ said that. He's got, the Bible's really clear how God sees men and women. 
really, really clear. I mean, it, it's probably the clearest thing in the Bible, okay? Equal. And where you see that, where the enemy warps that, then you will see sin in that characteristic trait. The, the only other thing I'd say, I think that's exactly what I was going to say in terms of the culture you're in will probably answer that in some ways. But I think then your personal experience will as well. Some of us would have experienced the sin of masculinity that's left a wound. Maybe you're a guy here and... and the expectation that other men have put on you and what it means to be a man has actually caused you pain and hurt. And actually for you then, the answer is masculinity. For others, it may be femininity that's gone too far in terms of telling you that you've got to be quiet and you've got to stand in the corner. Whatever it may be in terms of your, the traits of fem, feminine, femininity that people have tried to enforce upon you, um, or actually you may have experienced, as Carolyn said, that kind of feminine... I think the language is like feminine agenda, where it's gone beyond, I think, the kind of heart of God and justice of women are equal and should be treated equal and should be uh, kind of received the same value and dignity and worth in every area of life, to suddenly then men are evil and need to be pushed down, then for you the impact would be that. So I think alongside the, the kind of culture narrative, that personal narrative, I'd just say, is in there as well. But. Thank you. Um, I'd like to say thanks to our panel.